0: your higher self, your soul, your inner being, your spiritual self, your true self, your divine essence, your life force, your higher consciousness. All of these describe that piece of you residing deep within that is connecting you to the universe, something greater than yourself. But what exactly does that all mean? And what effect does it have on your, quote, normal, Human experiences. This question, what is your higher self, is a great question. And if you're asking it, it means you're already on a deeply spiritual journey. Congratulations! This is one of those soul searching questions that isn't really Googleable. Googleable? I don't know. But you might find some explanation on what people tend to refer to as their higher self. But in the end, you, as a modern mystic, get to decide the role that it plays in your journey, as well as what it means to be connected to it. Some mystics just get it intuitively and don't give it much more thought, and other mystics are confused by the wording or simply just want more of a solid explanation so they can better understand what is meant by the phrase higher self. That's what this podcast episode is all about today, exploring this beautiful concept of your higher self and what it could mean for you on your spiritually manifesting journey. So stay tuned. Also, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of 2024. Thank you for being here. I'm excited to be back. You're about to shatter the... out of your manifesting ceiling because you're tuning in to the spiritually inspired podcast your number one resource for grounded spirituality and working with the law of attraction the right way i'm sarah ray i'm your manifesting coach and this is the podcast where i teach mystics like you how to manifest on purpose and hopefully get you to laugh at least once per episode new episodes filled with manifesting mindfulness and magic come out each friday Give us a five-star rating wherever you happen to be listening so we can reach more modern mystics with spiritual awesomeness. Yes! And now, a quick word from this week's sponsor. Up until now, I have only had one type of session available for clients to book. And it is a beautiful session, a full session, 75 minutes long, coaching crystal Reiki and a tarot reading. It's the works but I understand that not everyone has that much time or that doesn't fit their budget right now or they're simply looking for something different for whatever reason. So I'm excited to share a new type of healing session with you, one that is just 45 minutes long at a discounted price and that is focusing on a serene meditative experience through the power of Crystal Reiki. Crystal Reiki truly has the potential to assist in a physical and healing and spiritual awakening and transformation. It is a holistic approach available from the comfort of your home, no matter where you are in the world, and you'll be supported by myself, a professional with years of Crystal Reiki experience. And I'm excited to share this session type with you. If you want to go to spirituallyinspired.co sessions, you can explore the new options available to all right now. If you've been wanting to book a session for Crystal Reiki Magic, but haven't had the time or the budget, this is your sign to go and explore what's available for you now. Spirituallyinspired.co sessions, and I cannot wait to see you in our session. I recently saw an interesting article, randomly, quote unquote, from NPR, stating that 7 out of 10 U.S. adults out of 11,000 surveyed declared themselves spiritual but not religious. If you ask me, that perfectly describes the target audience for the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. We're not necessarily following a creed, yet we believe in magic beyond our physical realm, and it manifests differently for each individual. And this whole idea confuses spiritual religious philosophers because they're not really sure how to define spirituality. If you're spiritual, do you believe in God or higher power? Are there certain rules or expectations you have to follow in order to be considered spiritual? And if so, to what degree? What of the spiritual people's beliefs about life and death? How do you know which direction your spiritual compass is pointing if there's no predetermined theology declaring what is right or wrong? How are, how are you supposed to know the morals? How are you supposed to know what happens after death? What happens at conception? Like, where are the, the answers to these big questions coming from if there is no creed to follow? I may not have the academic credentials to wear the title of religious philosopher, but over the last decade, that's exactly what I've been doing through my own spiritual explorations for myself, as well as reaching out to others in this beautiful community of spiritually inspired souls who wish to connect with something greater, who all hold a belief that the universe does not stop at what science can explain. And to me, that is what it means to be spirituals to believe that the universe does not stop at what science can currently explain. And may I be as so bold that I kind of like how these religious philosophers can't really pin down a definition of spirituality. To me, that's exactly what makes spirituality special and distinctly different from any other religion. Spirituality is self-made. You can essentially cherry pick your own beliefs by accepting what resonates and leaving behind what doesn't. What I believe to be true may not ring true for you. Yet we're both spiritual because we believe there's more to the universe than what meets the eye. Even if the vast majority of spiritual people have similar beliefs, it does not make it a doctrine. There is freedom in spirituality, freedom of language, of affiliation, of implementation. Spirituality is the result of soul searching. Now, religion is followed There is a group of people, often many, many generations old, that live together in communal belief. Spirituality is involved, of course, in religion, but it plays out very differently for those who are religious, who consider themselves to be of a religion. You're not doing the legwork necessarily, and you don't necessarily reinvent the religious wheel when you follow a religion. It's already been written and there's a present arrangement of principles and rituals that are a guiding force. And typically you don't really veer too far from them in order to call yourself a follower of that religion. There is a great level of comfort that comes with this style of spirituality. The seeking part is largely a result from being in churches or um, other places of worship or participating in other forms of worship, often led by someone who is following that creed very closely. Neither of these things is right or wrong. What it, It's about finding your mystical connection to a higher self, to the God within you, to your soul that lives on beyond physical death, beyond what the five senses can perceive. Some people find that in religion, other, other people find that in spirituality, and many people find it in both. And I think that is an absolutely beautiful thing. So with all that in mind, seems a little off topic, right? But with all that in mind, what exactly is your higher self? So generally speaking, your higher self is referring to a deeper aspect of you that is inherently spiritual, whether or not you are religious. That's just that spiritual part of you. Think of it as the part of your consciousness that transcends the individual ego and connects to the higher realm or to greater wisdom or to the other side, if you will. Some see it as the purest form of oneself, devoid of ego, of fear of negativity, a source of guidance, intuition, and spiritual insight. You might explore practices like meditation or self-reflection or religious practices or mindfulness to connect with or align with your higher self. Ultimately, it's a deeply personal connection that varies in interpretation across different belief systems and philosophies. I personally believe that your higher self is another word for your soul, but it personifies it a little bit more. Your higher self is what is giving you life, and it is also operating independently from your ego or your thinking mind. It's the version of you that is close to godliness, the part of you that dreams and whispers your calling, everything within you that is bridging the gap between the physical and the spiritual. That's how I think of your higher self. That's what my soul searching has led me to believe about this inner aspect of you. Religion often teaches that God lives within you. And if you ask me, that is your higher self, God living within you, your eternal connection to the source of all things, your life force that is uniquely yours, moving through many lifetimes if your spirituality believes in that, yet always linked to love and light and pureness. I would even go so far to say is that your higher self manifests as your subconscious mind to a certain extent. Your subconscious mind is running so many functions within your physical body that you never have to think about. Think about your your beating heart, your lungs breathing air, your stomach digesting food, and just countless more that I can't even begin to list here. I love to think about your autonomic nervous system as being connected to your higher self. That is the part of you that is angelic in nature, always looking out for your best interests in pure love and light and influences much of what happens within your body and your life. You might even see this manifest in fight or flight mode where you are making subconscious decisions based on what you need to stay safe and alive. And to me, your autonomic nervous system, the subconscious mind, and your higher self are all examples of the divine expressing itself within your body, that God living within you. And that's just me personally. Like maybe you feel something different. Maybe this is resonating with you. I hope it is. But through my many, many years of soul searching and diving into all things spiritual and religious, I kind of feel like these are concrete examples of what your higher self might be doing in your body. And I don't mean to confuse you because your subconscious mind is certainly influenced by your ego and various other traumas and limiting beliefs you hold and karma. And we've discussed these all in many previous podcast episodes. And I'm not making a cut and dry statement that your higher self is your subconscious mind because I don't believe that's totally accurate either. But I do think there is some truth to the statement personally that your higher self can manifest as your subconscious mind because I've learned so much about how your body operates largely on autopilot, which to me stands to reason that your higher self is playing an important role in the runnings of your subconscious mind. And because your subconscious mind is part of you and kind of living in the background and it's that little whisper that you have to quiet your thinking mind in order to hear, It seems to tick all the boxes of what we perceive your higher self, your soul, your higher consciousness, whatever you want to call it, to be, right? I think so anyway. What makes your higher self angelic and divine is the freedom of influence from the ego. That's really the key here. You might have experienced trauma or hardships in your life, but your higher self is always authentic, loving, and genuine because it's the spirit the spirit of all there is living within you. It's God living within you. It's the source of all things manifested as you. It's the universe expressing itself as you. Whatever word you choose to use, however you choose to describe it, it is the bit of the divine that connects you to the source of all there is. And therefore it can never be anything but love and light, no matter what trauma or karma you've built out through your life or lifetimes. So we now know that the higher self is the divine part of you. The next question is, how do we use this magical connection to manifest your dreams into reality? First, I would say learning to tap into your higher self or hear its voice is a great place to start. I mentioned this briefly already, but we'll talk about it again. This is just kind of a fancy way of saying Learning how to listen to your intuition or understanding your gut feelings or trusting your instincts or just learning to meditate and quieting your mind. All of these things are examples of your higher self guiding you in its subtle, special way, in a way that something only divine and angelic in nature can do. Building self-awareness around these events is important not just for mystics, but for anyone who is growing into themselves, who is going through a personal growth journey, or who is just simply growing up and becoming the person that they were meant to be. So can you think of any times where you did or did not trust your intuitive instincts? If that little voice in your head is nagging you about a bad feeling or a good feeling, more often than not, it's... Totally right and completely safe. In my experience, it is part of you, that divine part of you, speaking out loud enough for you to hear it. It's leading you down the path that will always lead you to your highest good always. And again, that's how we know it's your higher self, how it's that God living inside of you, the universe expressing itself as you, because it's always for your highest good that differentiates a lot of what we might perceive as the your higher self when it isn't really versus other influences it's always looking out for your highest good in love and light and purity you can build this skill for yourself the skill of tapping into your higher self or hearing its voice or listening to your intuition By practicing meditation regularly and other various um, spiritual or perhaps even religious practices that really resonate with you, that make you feel like you're tapping into something greater than yourself. Through pausing your thoughts, remaining present in the here and now, and possibly even practicing energy healing or perhaps listening to a sermon of some kind, all of these are giving your higher self the opportunity to step forward so you can get to know it better. And when you can trust your own instincts, your own intuitive divine instincts, you are so much more empowered. It's like having a true sixth sense you can use to your advantage. And this is another key thing that makes spirituality a little different than religion is that spirituality brings God closer to you. I, I personally love the word God, so you might hear me referring to that here, um, but you can be referred to it as the universe or the source or love or whatever you want to refer to it as. That divine, that divinity is closer to you when you practice spirituality when in most religions there tends to be a liaison between you and God. Um, There is a priest or a pastor or someone of the church that is delivering messages on your behalf always, and it's not really seen as proper or sometimes not even seen as safe for you to contact God directly. Only a very select group of people can do that on your behalf, which is why we tend to follow them in religions and why we listen to what they're saying, because they are the chosen ones, if you will, that um, help channel God's messages. They might not use those exact words, but that's essentially what's happening. Um, And that is a key difference in spirituality and religion. Spirituality brings God closer to you, and religion, there is usually a buffer there, for better or for worse. So the second thing I would tell you, if you wanted to learn how to tap into your own higher self for your own divine purposes, I would recommend heeding the advice you receive from your higher self. I'm going to say that again. When you get that gut feeling of whether something is good or bad, listen. Listen to it. More often than not, when you are hearing your higher self, your subconscious mind, your soul self speak to you very loud and clear, it is for your highest good. Even if it's coming off as potentially negative in the here and now, it is always going to be of love and light of for your highest good because that is your soul self, that is the higher self of you. So again, how many times have you gone against your better judgment and it didn't work out for you? I know personally, I can think of many times throughout my 30 plus years on this earth where I went against my better judgment and I was kicking myself in the end because I knew intuitively, instinctively that I should have listened and I didn't. So the more you can heed that advice, the easier it will be to not only hear that advice from your higher self, but to follow it and to trust it. What about all those other times where you took a leap of faith because it just kind of felt light and you were greatly rewarded? I can certainly think of a couple times for that for me as well in my life where I was like, you know what? This seems a little crazy. It's going against all logic. It's going against what other people are telling me is right or whatever, and I'm doing it anyway, and it really worked out for me. Again, it's always going to be for your highest good. It's one thing to hear the inner voice of the higher self, and it's a completely another thing to implement it in your life and I need you to practice both because as a modern mystic you have the honor and the privilege of hearing divinity directly in your ear of talking to spirit directly and it could be on the behalf of others it could be on the behalf of yourself but you are hearing that voice and you have the chance to implement it immediately and it truly is a beautiful thing so Take that opportunity and trust in the process, trust in the higher self, trust in spirit, and you will grow by leaps and bounds on a spiritual level. And that kind of brings me to my last tip for you. If you really want to get better at hearing your inner voice or hearing the higher self or connecting with that higher power that lives within you, it's time to cultivate trust within yourself and with spirit, with God, the universe, love, all the many words that we use to describe that divine source, that higher power, listening and heeding the guidance of your higher self involves a lot of trust. So not only do you need to be able to hear the inner voice and to heed its advice, but you also have to trust that it's always going to be for your highest good because the other two things are going to mean very little to you if you don't actually trust in what it's putting out there for you. If you don't actually trust, it's always gonna be for your higher self. And just so you know, our ego is naturally distrusting because it has its own ideas and opinions. That voice that talks, the leading thinking mind, the opposite of your subconscious mind, your conscious mind has evolved over millions of years to be negatively inclined because that's what helps keep us physically alive. And it has an important role to play in our lives. Like the ego is important and we can't live this human life without it, but it is naturally very distrusting. So it's very important to learn to quiet that voice to learn to hear the other higher spirit voice in your own mind so that you know how to discern is what my ego saying true or is it basing it off of assumptions or am I you know, tapping into traumas with my ego instead of tapping into the love and light. All of this can be um, worked through through meditation. This is why meditation is so important. The skill of learning to quiet the thinking mind and to be present in the here and now in your physical body so that your subconscious mind, your higher self has the opportunity to speak up a little bit more. So the ego isn't running the show all the time. It is a lot easier to take a step back from the thinking mind and to hear the subconscious mind with continued practice. And this is why I am a broken record when it comes to meditation. It is so, so important to not only your mental health, but to your spiritual growth opportunities as well. And if that's something that you know you need help with, consider checking out episode 135 titled Meditation Benefits, all about why meditation is miraculous, all the reasons why meditation needs to be part of your life. And if I was ruler of the world, everyone would be practicing meditation on the daily if for at least five to 10 minutes every single day without fail. And trust me, it will get easier over time. And it does benefit everyone. And there's so many different ways to meditate. All right. So find a way to make meditation work for you, because that is the door that will open up all connections to your higher self and all the other divine awesomeness there is to be had beyond what the thinking mind, what the ego is doing on a daily basis. Okay, I think that's going to wrap up this episode for today. This is our first episode back in 2024, and I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm looking forward to a whole new year filled with manifesting and mindfulness and magic with you all. This podcast episode topic was requested by members of our free Facebook group, and I thought it was a great one to start the year off with. What is your higher self? And I hope after listening to this episode, you have a little bit more clarity about what your higher self is and also why uh, spirituality is a little bit different from religion and how maybe you can find your own path between the two somewhere Because if you're listening to this, you probably lean a little bit more on the spiritual side, but I know a lot of us follow religious creed as well, um, or maybe come from backgrounds where we did follow religious creed. So I like to think that this can give you an opportunity to kind of forge your own path a little bit between the two. I also wanted to give an extra special thank you to all of my monthly supporters who choose to continue to donate to Spiritually Inspired your support means the literal world to me. And I sincerely hope that you enjoy all of your exclusive member benefits. And if you're not sure, if you're listening to this and you're not sure what the exclusive member benefits are, they include guided Reiki meditations new every single week between five and 10 minutes long, as well as monthly personalized tarot card readings on top of discounts and other fun announcements and more direct access to me as well if you have any questions. So the members of Spiritually Inspired are the people who are, are enabling me to do as much magical work in the world as I am able to do. And I just am forever grateful for your kindness and for your generosity. And if you'd like to check out these exclusive member benefits for yourself, you can go to spirituallyinspired.co slash membership at any time to see what just $10 a month can get you. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 165 of the Spiritually Inspired podcast called What is Your Higher Self? I'm Sarah Ray. I am your manifesting coach and crystal Reiki master. And as you go on your way today, Know that I am sending you an abundance of love, light, and inspiration. Blessed be. Hey you. Ya yeah, you. The mystical one. You are warmly invited to our next Reiki share inside of our free Facebook group. Twice per week, I go live on camera to offer channeled guidance from spirit and healing energy to all those who need it and want it with replays always available. And I would be honored if you would be a part of these magical circles. Go to spirituallyinspired.co slash to become a member for free and get your fill of healing crystal Reiki. I can't wait to see you in the group. Bye, friends.